the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Gosh darn it, my headphones sound heavy. But anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on my marriage counselor hat right now. Oh, yeah? Your okay. wife said she'd like Quadden much better if she had her own. Yeah, okay. she did say that, huh? Okay. Yeah. All right. Polaris is my choice. I like Yamaha, too. I, I like the Polaris. Okay. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine owns a uh, motorcycle shop in Casa Grande. It's called Adrenaline Motorsports. And he was like the number two dealer in the United States. And here's why. Oh, wow. Everybody else has the motorcycle license, tax, mileage, you know, that kind of stuff. And then they have freight and get ready and build it. And then we put a desert protection package on it. And we have special oil on it. And then we have the only air that nobody else has in the tires. You know, it's called pack. So we take the vehicle and we just pack it full of stuff. Desert protection packages, that's waxing it. Sure. Okay? Yeah. So he has the scooter, whatever you buy, sales tax and license. Nothing else. Nice. That's it. So I think you should get on the Internet, go to Adrenaline Motorsports, and pick out which one you want. (laughs) And (laughs) I'm trying to help your marriage. Oh, yeah. 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 You're doing great. Yeah. And so, Linda, um, thanks you. Um, the Polaris, all my daughters and wives and stuff drive the Polarises, and typically they don't have a clutch, and they just have a, or they don't have a shift kind of a thing. But um, you can get those if you want. But, I mean, my grandkids drive them, so you shouldn't have any problem. And then if you get a really nice one, don't let Nate get on it. <laughs> just, just keep the keys yourself and stuff yeah, like that. There you go. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing is in Mesa. Been around since 1970s. Been providing uh, expert auto repair kit, uh, repair work, and light uh, truck and maintenance services to Mesa. It's the only shop in Mesa that I really can recommend. It's not that there's not good shops in Mesa, but the ones that have applied have not been able to pass the muster. So Thompson's has ASE certified technician Brian and Thelma have. Their families have been involved in car repair since the late 60s and early 70s. Brian's a Vivian, and uh, then obviously Thompson is is uh, Thelma. So the two of them have names that everybody, the old-timers in Mesa, know about. So Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing on Main Street just east of Stapley. Main Street just east of Stapley. Thomas, you're up first. How can we help you? Well, I, I do have an ex-wife problem, but I think I'll talk about the Explorer. No, that's fine. So, I, I can help you on either one. <laughs> well, I don't know which one's the Explorer, but we'll just start with the. I have a 99 Ford Explorer. It's got 230,000 miles on it. It's got the 5.0. It's an all-wheel drive. Um, I, I bought it a year ago up in uh, Washington, pulled my boat back all the way from there with it. I pulled my 
19 foot trailer and I haven't had any problems with it at all. But just, and I know that's amazing, but yeah. the one thing that just happened was uh, on my last trip, the gas gauge, it doesn't bounce up and down, but it does move up and down. So I'm, I'm going and it'll hit, let's say, you know, the three quarters mark, then it'll go back up to the one uh, full mark. And then it sometime will be in between. Then it goes back down. So, it's not a huge problem, except I don't exactly know how much gas I have in the car because it moves. But it's not bouncing; it's just moving. Um, okay. And I changed the uh, I, changed, I changed the gas filter. Somebody told me it might be that, and they said it needed to be done. But anything else you could help me with? Nate, you got any ideas? Most likely, it's probably going to be a sending unit issue. Yeah, with 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 what's inside the tank. Uh, I want you to picture a piano key, a keyboard. Okay. And I want mm-hmm. you to pic- picture you take your finger and you go, you know, cross all the keys on the piano. That's what the sending unit looks like. You only have two choices. I would go get some Tecron from a Chevron gas station, maybe even a, 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 a self-serve gas station. And I'm told that the Tecron um, can sometimes clean up the moss and stuff that ends up on the... Uh, on the keyboard, so to speak, of the sending unit. And you have nothing to lose by that. All we're using it for is that and that only. But the other option is is to drop the tank, replace the sender, and the fuel pump, but do the fuel pump at the same time. I was, was going to say back to our previous conversation at 200000 it's probably not a bad idea, unknown to him, to put a new fuel pump and sending unit in it. I'm, I'm with you now. We can change the... Um, we can change the... We can do the fuel pump, you're right, but on the gauge, what happens if this is a bad connection? I'm thinking out loud here. Yeah. At the back of the gauge. Could be that too. Yeah. And uh, and then we go in to do the fuel pump in the same unit, and we end up with the same problem as the gauge. Um, I'm going to give you something to do, Thomas, and I don't want you to ever say where you got this information, okay? Okay. All right, when you're driving down the road and the gauges start acting up, I want you to mm-hmm. beat on the top of the dash above the of above the gauge like you're going to kill a big bug, but not enough to damage the pad on the dashboard. And then okay. the question is, is <laughs> does it change? That's all I'm asking. And you say, okay. oh, it goes down and stays down. Or you say, oh, it begins to work. Or you say, oh, it goes back up to full, even though I know I don't have full. So when you look at it okay. in that fashion, that's important as we go along. Okay. So yeah, so you did kind of solve two things there. So I could take my ex-wife, which would make me probably mad enough to bang on the dashboard, <laughs> and there, there we go. I got two things done. You know what? We're going to say goodbye to you because we've got women in the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, guys. Everybody just kidding. No, I know. Yeah. And and we appreciate the humor. uh, Nate and I tease about ex-wives and uh, women and, you know, our male customers with hairy chests and clean fingernails and (laughs) tell us how to fix their cars and stuff like that. So, Nate, you're shaking your head. No, I'm I'm shaking my head. I got to tell you, I'm dumb enough that I'm the guy who drove that extra uh, exit with the red thing on, and I had to get a new engine. Not on this car, but uh, okay. So I, I'm I can blame myself for something like that too. So. No, that that uh, I mean, Nate, have you ever popped a motor? Well, 
Yeah, working on one I did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, not my own, but... It doesn't make any difference how you yeah. popped it. You you were in charge of the Yeah, I was in charge, and I made the mess, yeah. <laughs> and you made the mess. Yep, okay. yep. I just wanted to make sure that we were on the same track. Oh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, six... Oh, and we're going to go to Harry, because we, we got to get Harry. Harry, good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, very informative uh, show. Thank you. I, uh, I had a problem with a Chevy truck with the uh, fuel gauge going, and... Uh, yeah, I just uh, watched my mileage, what I did with that. Well, uh, but anyway, the, the point, I've got a 1997 uh, F-250 uh, with the uh, 7.3. Has, uh, well, I got 1.25 uh, out of the first engine, and I put another new engine in it, rebuilt. So I've got another uh, 50,000 miles on that. Um I, I towed a uh, way heavier boat than I should have from here to uh, to Las Vegas. And uh, my transmission just burned up. You have a, uh, uh, you have a shop that you would recommend to rebuild this transmission, number one. And number two, uh, my wife's getting ready to require, and she wants to get, uh, a much nicer fifth wheel than the camper that we have now. And she wants a better, a, a newer truck. She's, she's tired of running around in this 97 when we're traveling. Okay, now, let me explain, Nate. He's throwing us under the bus. He's asking us for three decisions, yeah. and then he's going to go back and say, Mark and Nate said this. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we're, we're going to be in trouble one way or the other. So should you sell the, should you sell the truck? Um, the answer is, is go talk to your wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> and you know, if you sell actually, it? Yeah, she, actually, she, uh, she's not adverse. Uh, I've been offered, uh, what, uh, just under 13000 for it. I've kept it, you know, like new. But um, she just wants to, since the tags and insurance and everything are complete, are non-existent almost, she's like, well, why don't we just go ahead and keep it and use it as a second vehicle or you know, when neighbors come, you know, friends and family come, they can have a vehicle to, instead of renting, that type of stuff. So I don't know. This is called dancing. It okay? is. It yeah. is. He's just dancing right now. He's trying to justify the need for a new <laughs> truck. That's all that's going on here. So it, it whether you get a new one or not, if here, Nate, if he's going to get a new one and he's going to haul a fifth wheel, which one would you tell him to look at? Man, all three are, I, are so... Well, well, I'll tell you, Nate, really, I, um, I've i met you... I've, come up to your shop uh, a couple times. I appreciate uh, that. That uh, uh, I don't buy new, except for this 97 I, I bought brand new. But I always try to let somebody else take the hit uh, on a vehicle initially. But sure. I'm, so I'm, looking, I'm looking relatively new, uh, you know, with a diesel. Uh, you know, that Ford 6.7 seems to have a decent reputation. I've got friends that have the uh, Ram the, and... Uh, you know, they swear by those, uh, what is that, the, the Cummins, isn't it? Yes, the Cummins. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, so uh, but, but the weight is, uh, this, this fifth wheel is going to be about 11,000 pounds. Uh, okay, so well, let, let us address your questions. So, um, as, as far as the 97 goes, I can help them with everything on that. So, 
for what that's worth. You know, yeah. if you want to come see us again, I'd appreciate it. That, that, that's an easy one. Yeah, that's an easy um, one. And it's um, going to be cheaper to fix that one. I mean, for the license plates and and t- well, he said he wasn't going to buy new, but still the transition from one vehicle yeah. to the other, and yeah. then you buy a used one, and you don't know what you're getting, right? Because the guy in front of you could stand be standing there talking about it, and it's all a lie. We do do a pre-purchase inspection too. Right. If you are looking at something that's lightly used, we can have a look over for you and 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 give you what we can see on it for sure. Yeah, um, on the transmission, you had a transmission guy. Who would that be? That'd be me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. For so that, for oh, y'all do that. That's me. Okay. Oh yeah, absolutely. All so, right, I'll I'll give you a call uh, on uh, I'll give you a call Tuesday. I've got surgery scheduled for Monday, so yeah, that'll be good. And for that matter, too, when you call, we can talk about the new used vehicle, and and you know I can try and help you with that too. So okay, yeah, all right, all right. Well, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you for the call. Um, and yeah, um, I can give him like a five hundred dollar off coupon. I'll give it to you before you leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he would like it. I yeah. don't know about you, <laughs> but anyway. Um, you know what? We're going to go past our break real quick, and we're going to go to Mike. Mike, good morning. How can we help you? Good morning. I read on the Internet about Dodge was recalling a bunch of diesels, older ones and newer ones. They were starting fires through the catalytic converter. Is that true? They're burning a hole in it? Not on the diesel side. Not, no. Yeah. We're not, I'm not, we, neither one of us, both of us are shaking our heads right now. We, we don't, we don't hurt, we haven't heard that. Let me change the question. If there was a problem with the 6.7, what pattern failure do you see? No real patterns, honestly. Exactly. I would say the same thing. I, I don't see anything time and time and time again. Most everybody that's got them are happy with them. There's a, there was a recall, they still be active on the 17. Dodges or, or newer Dodges for water pump that caused the fire, but nothing on the catalytic converters that I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know that um, the Internet chatter sometimes is quite um, – I'm going to talk to Nate now. There's a lot of stuff on the Internet oh, that you've got to roll your eyes on. Oh, every day. I mean, th- it's just an amazing. There's some hairy-chested kid that's 16 years old that's pretending like he's a 30-year veteran of diesels or airplanes or boats or whatever. Right. And he's telling everybody to skip the uh, synthetic oil and go back to a 30 weight and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And and those are and then they're talking about all the different color coolants and they're talking about spark plugs. And Have you seen those E3 spark plugs? Yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm sending one spark down that wire. <laughs> it's going to find the path of least resistance from those three terminals. Exactly. So we're not going to get three sparks. So you got all these hot rod, you know, Rapid Roy the race car boy has got all these E3 spark plugs that cost an arm and a leg to put in your car. But, boy, you feel better, and it does run faster. The problem is that VW bug just ate your lunch because you don't have any more power than you had before. Exactly. So 602 Mike. Um, I think we just talked to Mike. I think we did, yes. Yeah, so the lines are open, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques so your repairs meet or exceed industry standards our technicians are truly part of our family we are very capable of fixing your car we pull off damaged parts we pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be 
Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434. Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Hi there, Saver. Looking for a Medicare plan to help you save on more than just prescriptions? Medicare Advantage plans may offer prescription drug, medical, and hospital coverage. Walgreens is a preferred network pharmacy with many Medicare Advantage plans, including United Healthcare. So when you enroll in a plan with Walgreens as your preferred pharmacy, you know you're saving smartly. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Other plans may be accepted. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader. Tutor or mentor. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And you're welcome to join us. We've got two lines, actually three lines open right now. So all you got to do is give us a call, and we'll do the very best we can. And I probably have some feedback to you there, and I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry about that. Okay, let's go to the phones real quick and talk to David. He's been waiting a while. David, good morning. Good morning. It's funny that you had the ad for Phoenix Auto Body because that was one of the reasons I was calling. Oh, okay. Um, a while back, my wife got T-boned and the car got totaled, but they were awesome. They actually went and got the car from where the police had it towed after the accident. And it turns out that I had USA, and they're a preferred, like, under not underwriter, but authorized to do USA, so I didn't even have to get an adjuster out there. Now, we called me when the car hit ten grand. said they're going to total it, uh, but let me come get my stuff out of the car. Actually, walk me back there. I even got the spare out of it and put in a new ski I was going to buy because they don't come with one. Uh-huh. But they were just awesome, and I've been meaning to tell, make this call for three years because it happened three years ago last week. But okay. I mean, it still reminds me of them. But the real reason I was calling, too, was um, I know you've done you know legal work, but I had a question. I have a 1992 Volvo that I'm going to give away next year when I retire. Okay. But it has a salvage title from when we had that air con- uh, that hailstorm. Yes, it got pimpled, but the car is mechanically perfect still. That's two hundred four thousand on it. But I want to give it away through my church. Do I incur any liability because it has a salvage title if I give the car away? You know, I'm not a good. I I, I wouldn't be a good guy for that. But I'll tell you what I would do. Um, first of all, I I would probably um, just make sure they know it, so you can put a some, staple something to the title that says you know we're we're going to make sure that you know this. But a oh, okay. salvage title just means, as you well know, that it costs more to fix it than it's worth. 
but obviously right. you've been driving it for a while and and oh, yeah. <laughs> to a, ch- a church is a great thing and okay. um so i i i if i were in your shoes i wouldn't be concerned in the least bit about donating okay. that car oh, wonderful then okay and I enjoy your show i my dad passed a few years ago, and he and I did work the cars together and uh, restored antiques. So I just listen to you because I don't do my own work. I'm a computer guy nowadays, and uh, I pay somebody to do my work. <laughs> well, listen, we can probably work something out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let me ask you a question, computer guy. Um, we just put SQL Server in our, our network. You mean an SQL? Uh-huh. Okay. And I want to be able to search our database because here's what happens. The police will call me and they'll say, can you find us an 83 LeBaron? And up until just recently, I could just go in. And and, and let me tell you the history. It was written in DOS in 1979, (laughs) 2002. We converted it to Windows. We've had it upgraded quite a bit. And we just recently had the DBase written into SQL Server. God, I, I started my business in 85 writing in D-Base 3. <laughs> and, and so you know exactly. So how hard would it be to put a search engine where I could go in and say, I want to pick this year or a year spread and then this make and this model? Is that hard? Not really. Actually, it's very simple. Um, the key would be is how how your data is organized first. Okay. In other words, the if it's still in... In the old DBase three format, you know the fields, what uh-huh. we call you know the, the fields that you created. Yep. If the fields are easily readable, converting the data to another format, in other words, you would export it and then import it, create it, the file structure. Uh, the simplest thing to do is go with all brand new. If your data files are well organized, then all you would need is your new program. And a lot of these things are all cloud-based nowadays. You would upload your data, and then however you wanted to search it. Okay. So the the search routine is fairly simple. I mean, you think about how Google works. You can basically, if you have it uploaded, those kind of search engines, search routines, can work on your own data nowadays. Okay. All right. You can create a data file. And I still have my customer files and my car files and my work order files are all in fields. Just like you yeah, said. So, and so, so if you take that data, you can export it. Or some of the things can actually just say, okay, what type of data is it going to be reading? And it'll automatically do its own import. Okay. So it's just a question of having the right guy say, hey, this is what you want to do, um, and then get it done. Okay. So two questions real quick because you're the computer guy. Do I need to worry about if I lose Wi-Fi that I lose my connection to the net, to the cloud? Um not too too often it's not going to be a real big issue if you're in your shop and in the shop is going to have a hard line now if you're up at your camp and you're going to be doing it via like this via your, your internet service right. then as long as you've got service you've got access okay okay you can always back it up like i do everything via the cloud now but i still have like a terabyte hard drive at home that i back all my stuff up and I have online backup service I use also, but I keep, I'm old school, I keep a permanent hard copy of all my stuff. Okay. Even okay. though it's like the third rendition of holding stuff. Okay. But the key is, is the accessibility. Uh, all your shop stuff, you're going to be in your shop and you probably have a hard line to the shop yeah, for your, you know, you've got the big pipe coming in there yep. and you got a good pipe coming when you're up at 
up north and you're doing your radio show via, didn't you guys talk about having a new place already built or something? No, it's um, it's a hundred down and eight up up north, <laughs> but here it's sixty download and eight up. So even yeah. though I have Cox Fiber to the building, ever since they put in the other four hundred people around me, my yeah, service is degraded. Yeah, and Cox it gives you like you think of a big giant pipe, and if you're the only one on the pipe at one o'clock in the morning, it's not an issue. But five o'clock in the afternoon, when everybody's home from work, or seven o'clock in the evening, everybody's trying to stream music and movies. That's why I go with a VDSL from CenturyLink, a very high dedicated line. It, the numbers look smaller, but it's my line, and nobody else is on it. Okay, so that's my personal preference for that. That's okay, we and can then do, I use. Yeah, we can say that. Uh, we we yeah. have the authority from Mark Salem to say whatever <laughs> we want, and so we're not degrading either one. We're talking no. between two no. people that are that no. he's a computer guy and I'm a right. business guy. So I understand when they brought fiber in. Woo we. I mean, the fiber yeah. was smoking, a, but today, yeah, that made a big difference for like even with my CenturyLink yeah. with their VDSL because I had you know the DSL direct the, the digital subscriber line, and I couldn't buy it originally because it stopped at 43rd Avenue, and I live at you know 47th, and so I had a different service. But when it came up, I, that's my preference. I prefer a dedicated line that's yeah. mine. Yes. Yeah. That's a personal preference from my years of doing this kind of stuff because then I'm not sharing it. I don't get the teenager next door uploading and playing, you know, his multi-user game with three of his buddies on consoles at the same okay. time on the same line. No, you're that right. That makes a difference. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. The only thing he didn't say was porn. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the only thing he didn't say. Now, you just be quiet. You just be quiet, David. I'm just bringing it to everybody's attention. That yeah. He's talking about the movies and the games and yeah. all this kind of stuff. And the whole time, I'm sitting here thinking... What about the porn? <laughs> and never I'm mind. Not, I'm going to leave that I'm there. Not, we're going to. We're, I got to go up against a break. Have you got this under control? Uh, she says no. Nate's daughter's here, and she's supposed to be looking over my shoulder to make sure I hit my thirty mark, which is in nine seconds. She was going to warn you. Yeah, yeah. she's going to slap me. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Bruce, you stay there. You're next. Next caller. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. 
Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma, the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. Tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. So, Justin, I was playing that video game, Forest Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... And I went playing in this virtual stream where this water... It looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest. The real forest. Where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like, ribbit, and I saw an owl, too. Then I played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles, like wet water. Then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long. Oh, that's uh, pretty cool, too. This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. All about that demon automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and results. Well, everybody. We better pull up all of our stuff and get ready to go. I'm going to talk about Blackwell Automotive at 40th and Greenway. He's a good friend of mine. He's not a very nice guy. Um, sometimes he uses bad words. Um, he knows a lot about cars. Um, he has a really nice wife, Polly, and I'm trying to say a little good and a little bit bad about him. <laughs> but he's a good guy, yes. and I've known him since, gosh, the early 90s. So we're two, two we're both kind of ornery. We're both kind of know what we're doing. We both have enough smarts to raise our hand when we're out of our class. So the BS line, not necessarily, but between the two of us, we will but not really on the front counter stuff. So yeah. uh, the only place up in North, Northeast Scottsdale that I can recommend on an automobile repair facility is Blackwell Auto, 40th Street and Greenway. And he's a good guy. Let's go to the phones. Mike, or no, it's Bruce. I told him first. Yeah, Bruce. Bruce, you're up next. Oh, hi. Hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I've got a 1970 GCJ5. Uh, I bought probably four or five years ago. I'm finally getting around to uh, <clears throat> trying to get it running, and um, it needs it has to have an emissions inspection, and everything obviously before it can you know get the title uh, on it and everything. So I'm trying to find out 
uh, if it had initially had a smog pump on it. And I've talked to dealers and I've talked to some parts houses and I can't get that information. Now, if I decode the VIN, it says a 225 with emissions. But, okay. Uh, well, there's some stickers underneath the hood that'll tell you that. Oh, okay. So, and and not only that is, is that if you went to the dealer and you ordered part by VIN, don't go by application. Just say, this is the VIN of my CJ. Um, do you have a, a, few, or a smog pump for it? Okay. And so that's an easy one. You can also go to Rock Auto on the Internet and look to see what they say. But your parts store ideas are pretty good, but I'd probably start with the dealer because they're going to have the most updated data. Getting that through emissions is not going to be a a problem at all because us gray-haired guys we know how to get those through not cheating them either fixing them but your smog pump's gonna gonna be a problem but then again um, you're gonna have to buy the pump and the bracket and you're gonna have to buy all the plumbing that goes into the exhaust and all we're doing is is we're pumping air into the exhaust so we can dilute it at the back of the tailpipe which is a ridiculous notion and that's all we're doing. Right. We're not helping the combustion any at all. All we're doing is mixing air up front, and we're, the pollutants that are coming out of the back are half air now, which is what they would have been when it came out of the tailpipe anyway. So right. that's not that big of a deal. What part of town are you in? Uh, I'm in uh, far west valley, okay. uh, north of I-10. Okay. Do you have a shop that you like? Um. No, not really. I mean, I use S and S, you know, Good. for my tires and basic stuff over there in okay. Avondale. So. You might ask them if they've got a a, a suggestion to them. And the only guy I've got over in your area is Thirty Eighth Street and Indian School, which is Harker's, and there's no question he can get it through emissions. I'm I'm right. quite sure it's going to be better for you to find all the brackets in the. Now, do you know if the exhaust manifold has plugs in it? Well, here's the problem. It's got so the original owner or the previous owner put a set of headers on it, so I don't even have the original uh, manifolds, exhaust okay. manifolds for it. So that's another thing I'm probably going to have to be looking for. Well, they make headers. Um, f- you might have to get another header, but they make headers with the appropriate fittings for those smoke oh, okay. pumps. Um, if you'll send me an email, mark at marksalem.com, Mark at MarkSalem.com. I actually know Dick Hedman from Hedman Headers. Now, he's oh, okay. 407 years old, but he still has his brain. <laughs> and um, I, I'm be, and he, 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 his family opened and, and opera, operated Hedman Headers. And I think he would be a good guy that I could ask him if he's got a set of okay. headers or if he knows where to get some. But you're going to be able to buy those somewhere. Uh, used with the appropriate fittings on them. So you're going to have to obviously okay. remanufacture your exhaust system from the flange all the way to the back, but um, they can. most guys can adapt what you have to the exhaust port from your motor. So okay. the only other option you have, and this is not against the law, is would you like to buy some property in Gila County or <laughs> in Navajo <laughs> County or, or yeah. something like that? I'm just asking. Yeah, I'm just right. asking. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about it. <laughs> All righty. Well, I, good luck to you. I did that with my motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> well, then there you go. I, I and you're probably, yeah, you're probably <laughs> going to do use the CJ up in the mountains a lot more than you're going to use it anywhere else. Oh, so, yeah. 
Anyway, I don't know anybody that's done that, but I heard that's available. So anyway, thank you very much for bringing that up, Bruce. Thank you very much. Kevin, I'm not going to be able to get you, but I promise in three and a half minutes I'm going to get you. So stay right there. And also Kevin and Harry, both of you guys stay right there. We'll be right back. Here's what you're saying about the Seth Liebson Show. I really appreciate the show. You just keep doing it. Hi, Seth. I knew after today's events I'd have to turn on your radio show to let everything get in perspective. Seth, I listen to you a lot. I really appreciate your objective approach to things. It's so much more refreshing than what we sometimes hear. I listen to your show as often as I can. You're fantastic. You know, this is smart radio, and there's very little of that. Weekdays at 3 on 960 The Patriot. Celebrity voice impersonated. This just in. I want to let Hillary know that me, Billy, and guns, etc. are not, I repeat, not Russian assets. To prove it, we're having the greatest anniversary event in guns, etc. history. Huge discounts, specials, and giveaways all over the store. And you can use the shooting simulator for free all day. Saturday, November 2nd. That's Saturday, November 2nd. All of these specials and discounts are one day only. There'll be a few surprises and maybe even some surprise guests. Don't miss the guns, etc. anniversary event on Saturday, November 2nd, when we'll all say impeach this take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring place the new wax ring over the flange then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain next um dad uh yes sweetie is that an old plumbing manual oh um yeah yeah honey we really need to get some new books Right. Um, do do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay. Tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. (laughs) The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. Well, welcome back, everybody. It's, uh, let me look at the clock, 42 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and I'm going to go straight to Kevin because I promised him we were going to go to him. Kevin, you're up first. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, sir, I can. Yes. Okay, thank you, gentlemen, for taking my call. First off, I want to say how entertaining your show is. Uh, second, uh, I wanted to know, I have a great 7.3 with a good truck attached. Where would I go to sell that? <sighs> Put that baby on. Are you the original owner and you have all the maintenance records? No, yeah, we bought it used, but okay. we've had it for 11 years. 
Okay, well, that's good enough. I am of the opinion, and I'll let you talk next, but I'm of the opinion that you can also almost get a new price for that. That's a, that's a monster motor. It's the most trouble-free motor that maybe Ford built. And it's also the bigger motor because the 6.6 in the Chevrolet side and the 6.7 in the Ford and the Dodge side, but this is a monster 7.3. And so Nate works on them more than I do. Um, by the way, I mean, I'll make you a stand. Does it run right now? Oh, yes, we're sitting in it. Uh, right. We were going to keep it and, and fix it up, but we decided our life had just changed, and we decided yesterday that we're going to sell it. Okay, real quick, what are you thinking on this thing? <laughs> what are you thinking? Just give me well, a well, range. You, 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 you said uh, that what new uh, new price or whatever it is. Well, what is a standard price for that? Just give us a number real quick here. we got two guys that want to buy that. <laughs> <laughs> we're okay. kidding you. We're kidding you. Dave, what okay. do you think, Nick? What do you think? Uh, I, I can drive it over today, and I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at 14000 What uh, year is it again? 02. 02. Okay. okay. How many miles are on it? Uh, one second. I'm getting on there. It says uh, 191700 Oh, That's about right. That's about right. I mean, you asked where to sell it at. I mean, Craigslist... Facebook, if you're on there, Auto Trader, Auto Trader, yeah, all those places. There, there's plenty of avenues to to to, and, and for what it's worth, a busy street and a first sale sign in the window, you know, with your phone okay. number on it, are, are great opportunities. You know, you're not going to have Thank any trouble. You, my, Here's what my wife said in my ear. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, well, she's always right. Don't you know that? Would you get married yesterday? All right. Hey, hey, here's the deal. You're gonna if you price it too low. They're going to snag it up, and then your wife's going to say, I told you so. So your biggest fear is is you need to come up with a number that's high enough where they want to negotiate down just a little bit. But if you hit them with a number and they buy it first time, then I'm on her side. I'll, I'll find a good divorce attorney for her, and she'll take half that money <laughs> right I, off the am bat. Am I too low on that then? So, yeah, I, I don't know if 14. I think you need to go on the Internet and, and look around. I think you need to go find out what everybody else is selling those for. And then you need to grade it A through F. Is, it's, it, is it an A truck or an F truck? Is it beat up beyond belief or is it something that, you know, some kid could use to go to prom and wouldn't get his girlfriend's dirt or dress dirty? I mean, you, you just have to talk about it in that fashion. KellyBlueBook.com, if you go there, will give you a good idea of what the truck's worth, too. Do I think they're high sometimes? Yes. But overall, if you look at Craigslist and, and look at similar vehicles, between Kelly Blue Book, you're going to find the avenue or price range you need to go. And that's, you know, that's why Nate's flying wing with me today. KBB.com. And you put it, all your information in, and there's this speedometer thing. Yep. And on the far left, it's trade-in, and then it's private party sale, and then it's something, and then it's full list or something like that. There's yep. like five stopping points. So you can download all the information, and then you can start looking at all those numbers. If I were you, I'd be between private party and trade-in. That would be the number that I would probably be looking at. Okay. So. I appreciate that, gentlemen. Okay. Thank you. Good Thank, luck. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, he, he, you don't need good luck. Not with that truck. No. <laughs> yeah. Not with that truck. More on the marriage side, yeah. But on the on the, the he just <laughs> he he doesn't need any good luck on that seven three. Harry, good morning to you. Good morning. Yes, sir. Looks like you're uh, going good this morning. You know what? Um, if you start drinking at six o'clock in the morning, this show's a lot of hell, <laughs> a lot of fun. 
<laughs> I know, That's, I know. That was Nate I'm talking about, <laughs> not Mark. <laughs> well, it sounds like that computer guy. Maybe you ought to kind of hire him or have him on call. To... <laughs> I want to tell you something. He was impressive. He was. He was yeah, using he was. words sure. that I recognized. Well, not all of them. But when he was talking about fields and all that kind of stuff, I mean, I understood that. So it and it's the cloud, though. It's the I'm just an old guy that I don't want my stuff up there. I want my stuff right here where I can find it. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, stuff. Exactly. But nevertheless, Kerry, hit us between the eyes with what you got. Okay, uh, I know you both have uh, mountain pulling, super duty, heavy duty uh, uh, diesel pickups, Dodges. Um, Huh? We have yeah, both dodges, have yeah, dodges. dodges. That and that should mean something to people because they should come in and say, "What kind of truck do you like?" It's not really what kind of truck do you like because we might like something that's a piece of crap that we get to work on a lot. It's it's what kind of truck do you drive or what kind of truck does your wife drive is the answer. Right. Yeah. So anyway, we're both Dodge. But go ahead, Harry. Okay. Well, I, I was kind of wondering. I know uh, both you guys are really diesel, and the uh, the uh, half tons now on. Uh, a lot of the you know, major Dodge and uh, Ford and uh, Chevy, too, are coming out with half-ton uh, uh, diesel uh, motors. Um, what has been your experience or what's your opinion on, on these? I know Dodge had problems with their early V6 ones, and they got a new one out, and then Chevy has a four-cylinder diesel they're putting in. And I, uh, I was just wondering what's your opinion. I know you haven't worked on any of them, but uh, what's your we- opinion of these um, half-ton uh smaller diesel engines that they're putting We're in. both just itching, Harry. We're both... Go ahead, Nate. <laughs> he's got both arms up in the air, and he's waving his hands yeah. and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, this is exciting. Um, we own an F-150 with the diesel in it. I'm sorry. Absolutely love it. Oh. Absolutely love it. Okay. By far, Ford has done their homework with it, and, and, and it's an incredible piece of machinery. Um, I know Chevrolet's got their four-cylinder out. I've heard good things about those. Uh, Eco Diesel in the 1500s, great application again, great powertrain in my mind. The one thing I will say with all these half tons, though, is you have to maintain them because we have seen the worst case, especially with the Eco Diesel for whatever reason, of, of if you don't change your oil, you're going to be buying a motor. All right, let me follow up on that. Yeah. We are doing a, a lot of the Dodge Eco Diesels. Yes. Because the the EGR plugs up and we melt that intake manifold, so we've got a company that has a whole fleet of those, and these guys are racking up forty thousand miles a year. Yeah, we're talking big dollars to fix that, and there's no fix yet. Dodge hasn't come out with this is a fix. Right. So the, when we melt down that plastic intake, it's not that big of a deal, but the bill's still going to be between five and ten thousand dollars, one way or the other. That's crazy, but yeah, and yeah. and so. I'm I'm with Nate with respect and oh gosh this pains me. Maybe that Ford might Ford, be your. Ford. Oh God, I'm sitting here just Whoa. wanting to stick my eye with the ice pick. He might be right. That Ford might be the one. Okay. The great trucks overall, though. The Eco Diesel I love too. It's it's their neat vehicles. Being a half ton of diesel, it's just nice. It's very nice. Well, didn't and, they come out with a newer uh, a newer version of that uh, Eco Diesel? Overall, I, I, I'm not aware. Yeah, it, it's all the same. I know body and, and a few things have changed. Now, granted, they've made improvements here and there that are small, but it's it's overall the same base piece that they came out with from the start, So, to my knowledge. Here's what I know about the EcoDiesel. They've had a variety of performance um, and emissions enhancement software because they got caught cheating like Volkswagen. Yes. And so 
the problem with that is, is we just recently, and I was involved in this legal case, where I took the vehicle to a dealership, and unbeknownst to me, they reflashed it with the newest software, which causes it to go into limp mode on a regular basis, causes the, the, the temperature gauge to swing to full hot and throw you into limp mode. And when you're climbing a hill, you can't do it more than 25 miles an hour with your hazards on. That's crazy. It just completely destroys the vehicle. Hmm. Then when you go to trade it in, they go, and they go look at the VIN, and they go, oh, no, I'm not going to give you nothing for that, because they already know. Yeah. So the end result, there was someone who made waved their magic wand and used a programmer to reprogram the car, the truck, and it runs fine. But that programmer's coming out as soon as the new software version comes in. Right. And, and, and you know what they say when you ask Dodge? Uh, Fiat doesn't tell us until the day before. So is it a month? Is it six months? Is it two years? We don't know. Right. Holy moly. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm just telling you, Kevin or Harry, um, I'm going to go with Nate on the Ford. But I, I'm not going to recommend the diesel because we're working on them a lot, and and there's no sign that that's going to be fixed. So. Well, I kind of can't get past the fact that they're owned by Fiat. Well, um, <laughs> I wasn't going to mention that, but I did. <laughs> and I remember I still, the old Fiat, and they were horrible. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. There's other words that we could use, but we'd probably get fined. So, um, yeah, but anyway, yeah. The the Hefton market's exciting. There, there's some good powertrains out there for sure. So, okay, okay well, I'm just like. kind of curious because you guys are, you know, kind of in the know on that. So, uh, okay. Well, I I think the Heftons. You're right. Um, and I think they run really well. We don't really know how much of a load they're going to take, but they aren't going to haul a fifth wheel. And no. they aren't going to haul a three-axle trailer. No. So they're going to have a little, you know, 16-, 18-foot trailer behind them, and and that's about it. So, Harry, if you've got uh, uh, a bunch of girlfriends that are on the heavy side, you, you might have to just go with one or two. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I Harry, don't think so. My wife t- wouldn't let me get that far along. Oh, I, and, and tell her my apologies <laughs> you, for making a stupid joke. I don't know. She's reaching in the drawer for a knife. I'm not well, sure. Well, that's, that's, tell her, I, I'm actually in Payson, so if she wants to come and knife me, <laughs> tell her I'm in Payson. But anyway, thank you, Harry. Got to go. But Jay, Jay, you're up next. Hi there. Hi. Yeah. Um, I've got two questions for you. Um, the subject vehicle is a 01 Dodge Dakota with the uh, 4.7 V8. Okay. Um, first question, the easy one is, do you recommend doing a pressure wash of under the hood on cars nowadays with electronics? I used to do it all the time, but I'm a little nervous about it. Um, I do it all the time, too, and I do it on newer vehicles. There's a, a thing called a throttle position sensor, and you have to stay yep. away from that. And if you know where that's at, you're home free. The ignition system will handle water, unlike those distributor cap cars that we used to have. And, you know, you had to wait and dry them out and do all that other stuff. Um, I like to do my engine and my engine compartment. And we own a car wash, and it's not uncommon for me to see guys with ramps. And they're underneath there with a plastic mask on, and they're steam cleaning the underside of their cars. So... I, yeah. I I would say that I, I I I would do it if I were you. Just if you don't know where the TPS is at, stop by the oh, auto parts store. Okay, then stay yeah. away from that. You can just bag, bag it or something too. Yes, and you can cover it with Take grease. It you spray oil all or WD forty all over it. Just some kind of a water repellent, and just stay away from yeah. it with the wand. That's all. I got it. Okay, yeah, great. I like that. Okay. The other question: I've got an oil pressure uh, question. It's got high oil pressure and 
I've got a mechanic background, you know, so I kind of have a feel for these things. But uh, I've never had something short of a stuck uh, pressure relief valve in the oil pump that would give me the kind of pressures that I'm getting on this. Um, I've only had the thing about a month. I'm relocating it to a different part of the country, and um, so I don't have a lot of experience with it. But when I got it, the oil pressure needle on the dash was pegged, and so I I didn't know if it was a pressure sender or the switch or the gauge or what, you know. So I, okay. to save time, I just put a I put an oil sending gauge on it, the manual oil line gauge, um, where the sender unit came out, pull the sender out, and um, so. And but it, that thing reads that that. Um, let's see, I just took a quick note about a 700 RPM. It's running about 30 psi. This is hot engine now. I okay, just okay, the oil but what? 5W30. Stop, stop, stop. That, what kind of oil are you putting in it? I put 5W30 um, synthetic in it. Okay, so neither one of us, uh, neither one of us, are concerned with 30 psi at idle. Well, you haven't heard the worst part. Okay. That, that's at idle, hot. At at about a thousand RPM, it, it jumps to 50. At 2,000, I'm doing. Between seventy and eighty psi, and at four thousand, it'll hit ninety. Okay. Well, pull the pan on it and it replace right the oil pump. Down to thirty at idle. Okay. Well, what you tell us, Which, if we're working matter. off of your diagnosis, if we're working off your diagnosis, you got to pull the pump. I so, mean, what's the uh, what's the risk of driving it that way? I don't know if there is a risk, but I, I certainly wouldn't want you taking my grandkids to Denver, Colorado in it. No. I mean, you could take my daughter and son, because I don't care, but my grandkids are a different <laughs> story. But no, I think it's in your so, best interest to go ahead and pull the oil pan on it and replace the pump. Something's wrong there. Um, the 30 doesn't bother us, but when you get into 50, 60, 70, and then you're using a 5 weight, 530 synthetic... Something's wrong. But mm -hmm. the faster the oil goes through the main bearings and the rod bearings and the cam bearings, it's going to carry away heat faster because the hose is on, you know, you have more pressure. So there is mm -hmm. a good side of that. Nate, if it was yours, what would you do? I'd be, yeah, probably looking at the pressure relief valve myself, okay. which is most likely on the oil pump right. or near it. So That's, yeah. what, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And, and I was going to say to you, pull the pressure the uh, the pressure gauge on it and put a manual gauge on it. Well, that's exactly what he did. Yeah. And so he, he, we know that the gauge wasn't lying. But no. anyway, I'll mark at MarkSalem.com if you have an email. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Nate, thanks very much for spending your Saturday with me. It's been great. You, you can come anytime you want. Um, if we get into trouble, I'll stand in front of you. <laughs> But just remember, I'm only going to cover half your body. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> Nate's like eight foot one. So if I stand behind you, they're still going to be able to shoot you. Exactly. And yeah. yell at you and yeah. stuff like that. But, you know, we'll just stand there just like little boys that got caught, you know, messing around. And we'll just go, we're sorry. And you, those are magic words. I'm sorry I won't do that again. I'm sorry I won't do that exactly. again. <laughs> and, and they have short memories anyway, so it doesn't yeah. make any difference. All righty, Mark at MarkSalem.com. I want to thank Nate from Strictly Diesel. It's Pinnacle Peak and I-17 just east in that area. And if you have a diesel, may I suggest that you have, if you're up in that area or anywhere, then stop by Strictly Diesel. And they also have a website, and it's pretty cool as well. See you next Saturday right here on KKNT.